you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit bosses. You are watching Going In Raw. Like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Just keep watching going in the raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friend L. Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We also posted our questions, one of our question threads for today's episode up on our community tab on the YouTube and you get notified when that goes up if you hit the notify bell and dig in there and make sure it's uh, turned on for your notifications. Uh, uh, A quick note, uh, because I was going to mention that we're also wherever podcasts can be found, whatever app you're using, if you leave us a rating review, it really helps the show. Um, Yesterday, so... We have uh, about 200 or so people watching this live as we record it uh, later on Thursday. This is, of course, is going up on Friday morning on our YouTube as a VOD. Um, yesterday's episode, our NXT uh, and other stuff recap, there is an issue where we uploaded it. It seemed fine, but the only thing it ran was two minutes of advertisements. We took it down, put it back up. So if you refresh whatever podcast app you use, you can listen to that if you thought that was an issue and we hadn't yes. fixed it. We fixed it. It should be working fine now. Uh, yes. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. There's a variety of reward tiers. One thing, now that we're running ads on the audio podcast version, um, in the new year, I'm going to look to, I'm going to hope to do this by the new year. Um, so this month at some point, uh, I'm going to try to establish an ad-free uh, RSS feed that you can get using the Patreon uh, for I know there's a lot of people out there who uh, listen to the show uh, in the audio format yeah. and maybe some of the rewards don't really benefit them, but also getting that bonus episode for the, you know, weekly for the dollar patrons yes, and for $5 yes, yes, patrons. Yes, that would be fantastic. See if we can get that in the audio realm as well. Uh, we're also, uh, let's see, Patreon. Oh, friendomarket.com. We still have lots of great news Pete on over on the friendo market dot it's just friendo market.com got a bunch of great deals still got a bunch of stocked up shirts what it's pretty, pretty warm in here oh i'll go turn off the heat you don't have to you continue please if you're comfortable what uh, how about this tell them about your favorite product on the friendo market larson oh for sure it's got to be that slayest pack i'm telling you what steve did just a bang up job on that design we don't have it anywhere here no but man, it's all good. It's all good stuff. <laughs> Only the finest quality uh, garments, stickers, postcards are offered at Friendo Market. Of course, we then go and write our names on the postcards and completely ruin them. Yeah, that's true. We do that as well. Uh, however, um, we do a nice little bit of art like that one there, and then scribble our names on it, and it just completely defaces the artwork. It's awful. We should not write our names on the front. We should do it on the back. You know what I'm gonna do for uh, for the Saturday show for tomorrow's show? I'm gonna finally print out as many of the pictures as I can of the all over slow wolfpack shirt. Because I'm planning on wearing my all, all over uh, slow wolfpack shirt tomorrow. All right, well that's good. And that's still available. Is that can can people still buy that now? That ain't going nowhere, sure. man. Just 63 sure. suckers have bought that shirt. No, it's 63 people you, with style. You could be the next sucker to buy oh, that man, shirt. I bought one. 
Heck it's yeah, great. Man. Craftsmanship's fantastic. Um, yeah, everybody, everybody sings high praises that freaking shirt. Yeah, man, it's good. Yeah, so I'm gonna put up some more pictures of uh, people wearing that dumbass shirt. You can put a picture of me up there. Right now, where's the, oh, Sandra's above your head, and then this fellow right here, I honestly forget his name, but I'll find it, uh, and I'll put these, I'll put the things up here too. So uh, yeah, it's a ridiculous shirt, it's so stupid, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that tomorrow, I promised I would. I know Jeffrey Nguyen, he was very proud of his picture. Oh yeah, he's getting the, he was in the gym getting jacked. He was getting jacked daddy. Yeah, man. And, uh, and he's sporting that shirt, so I want to get that up, yeah. put it up there. Show I the can people. see that'd be a good gym shirt because it's got a lot of uh, like polyester in the fabric. Oh, sure, yeah. Or probably uh, wicks moisture well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think. Heck yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, there's all that. That's all good stuff. Anything else going on? No. This is, we've, got some, we've got some interesting That's stuff it. today. Some, some, something that I speculated on turned out to be possibly true. Yeah, so we talk about, well, yeah. Well, let's just do that one real quick. The, the Dean, Dean Ambrose, Ambrose one. one. Yeah, yeah. because uh, Sunday on Matt Chat, we kind of go over this territory. Um, and it's, it's, it's interesting. That, oh, that hasn't aired yet. No, it hasn't oh, aired Oh, okay, yet. okay, yeah. But oh, oh, real quick thing. I forgot to mention this, too. I'm so sorry. I, this is the, only thing, the other thing I was going to mention. So if you're watching this Friday morning, because this is going up at 5 a.m. Pacific, uh, mm -hmm. 8 a.m. Eastern on Friday morning. At 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, we've got Best of the Super Friendos at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. That's right. 16. Ooh, you're, you're spoiling some of the talents that are yeah, in this match. 16 competitors are going to be aiming for a contract with either Fun Wrestling or W. Steve W. You thought the draft was it. Last week for signing new people. No, we're Think giving them again. another opportunity. Think again. So a tournament, 16 people are up. One person will come away One with a contract. Spot. The rest it's of them. It's like our tough enough. The rest of them are all going to be killed off, right? Like no. They're all going to be. Oh, I mean, no. No. They're all going to be, you know. No. Taken out in the back. Firing horrible. squad. Firing squad. Horrible. Situation over there. It's horrible. Check that they just out. They won't be offered a contract. So, we'll start, so we were talking about this on Matt Chat. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, the, I think, I believe it was Chris, Christopher Rampersod yeah. asked us whether uh, Dean Ambrose's heel turn had been a hit or miss so far. We won't spoil our positions on the episode uh, or on the on that uh, topic. I believe one episode. of us made a fart noise. Coupled with two thumbs down. You can only speculate. I'm not going to tell be, you who it was. Who that was. Anyways, so it seems like uh, Dean, over the last couple weeks, has pivoted to a different direction for his heel turn. He was going one way, and then... That's, that's for those who can't see her listening to audio. My hands were going left yeah. to the right. Yeah. U-turn, pivoted. Mm -hmm. Well, not a U-turn. U-turn would be a face turn again. Um, True. Uh, and uh, we talked about it extensively. What is that incorrect? A U turn. Being... Well, a U turn. You're going one way, and, and a you're U turn. You're back. going the other way. Yeah, I'm saying U turn. You go one way, and then you double back to go the way you were coming from. But you're technically going the opposite direction, so it's probably. But you're headed back the direction. No, you're headed the opposite direction where you're going, but you're headed back to where you were coming so from. So he sort of did a U turn with his initial turn. No, no, I think I, no. I'm thinking you turn to be back to a face, be head back towards face. Oh, okay. that's reversing course. Okay, in theory. So, anyways, anyways, we talked about how a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe saying all us uh, uh, Shield brothers, uh, maybe all of this uh, misfortune that's befalling us is because of all the misdeeds we had done in the past. We are paying retribution. And he made reference to Roman, saying um, Roman's going to have to essentially take it up with his maker. Yeah, he didn't say cancer or leukemia but the inference was that he was that his his cancer came back as punishment yeah for said, his misdeeds as, during the first run of the he shield he said didn't he say something like he has to take that up with god his but, maker and seth and, didn't didn't he say the word god oh maybe i thought he just said his maker. hey look man i'm the guy who said he thought undertaker said like a dog yeah. so i uh, don't don't, um, don't go by me on that yeah one. yeah um and uh I, I guess people were upset that uh so we talked about it on that recap episode. We're like, is this cool or is this not cool? Even, even the thing is, even Dean looked uncomfortable yeah. saying it. Yeah. And so when we talked about, you brought up the inconsistency on the Raw recap. Oh, this past week where now Dean's like totally proud of what he did as, as the member of S.H.I.E.L.D. during said, the initial I'm run. I'm cool with it. You guys then went to be you role You guys models. wanted to be role models. Yeah. But Seth Rollins, you're a lowlife. You're a scumbag. I, Dean Ambrose, am, am like 
the moral compass of Raw. Which, yes, did seem to be a distinct departure from where they had been going. Yeah. Um, Cause which was, was, cause when Dean did that promo, it was interesting because it was almost like, like he wasn't in control of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is, you know, Roman's return to cancer was his punishment. Him uh, uh, attacking Seth was Seth's punishment. And it's almost like Dean's heel turn was his punishment. Yeah. That was how it was kind of portrayed in that particular promo. And I mean, taking, you know, if you take the awkwardness of the Roman thing out of it, it's kind of an interesting premise. It's an interesting premise. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the following week, he got a shot in his butt. Yeah, they did a vaccinate. He was a, a lot more cartoony heel. He talking. was doing this. He was doing the, the gun fingers. He was talking about how gross everybody is, and that's why he has to get vaccinated. Um, and then he showed up on Raw with a gas mask. and was like, yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D., totally proud of it. Yeah, yeah. And so he changed it up. Uh, and so, you know, I had sort of speculated, I wonder if I wonder if they just didn't like that Roman thing and wanted to stray away from that. Turns out that might have been the case. Yeah, Brad Shepard said on the Oh, You Didn't Know oh, you didn't podcast, know. that might be the reason. He says, quote, there was such an online outrage that they changed the direction of Dean's character. And this is Brad Shepard's opinion. Now it sucks. It's terrible now. Man, wow. I don't, I don't know if I'd say it sucked, but it wasn't as interesting as what they were potentially doing before. And the overall heel turn as presented on TV since its inception has not been great. Yeah, I'm not really sure that it went. It's not like it went from awesome to just terrible. Yeah. It went from potentially interesting to just sort of, you know. Well, underwhelming, like a lot of what underwhelming, these, yeah. these programs have been, honestly. But no. Yeah. yeah. Um, Trite. So it's interesting if that is if that is the case if Brad Shepard does have inside sources mm-hmm. that are are being truthful with him, he seems to be kind of on top of stuff. Yeah, he's gotten some stuff right. Yeah, um, that's interesting. They would change course, but it, but it would make sense. The the pretty sudden sudden pivot mm-hmm. that they've done um, would make a lot more sense. Yeah, I mean the funny thing is they I mean they could have. They, they, I think they, they still could have explored that initial premise, though. I know. You know? I know. They didn't have to. They just didn't have to invoke. The, you know, you just don't invoke the Roman thing, and you're good with it. Unless that Roman thing might have been so pivotal to what they were planning on writing. Um, could have been. Maybe that was, you know, in, uh, inherent or intrinsic to what they were doing. It's just so weird that they, they, went, they were going that route. Mm-hmm where the shield was being punished for all the wrong they had done during, I guess their initial run when they came yeah. they his heels and when their heels. Yeah. And then, but even if you get rid of the Roman aspect of all that, you don't mention Roman in that context. Again, there still seems to be like, there could have been a way for them to, to go down that route. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Without veering off into this, vaccination thing, gas mask, germaphobe type stuff. Yeah, it just became, like I said, it just sort of became cartoonish villain, mm-hmm. and it's it's way less interesting. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's kind of interesting, though, that it, it sounds like they might have listened to something, to internet outrage, to, I don't know, I still I still feel like Dean sort of didn't look comfortable doing it. Seth has never seemed particularly comfortable talking about like when he's been when he's sort of name dropped Roman since the announcement. He's never come off as particularly comfortable. Um, I, I, you know, dude, it's a real life thing. I know, <laughs> you know? I know. And so I totally I totally get that. I mean, I wouldn't be comfortable. Like if, if something happened to you, I wouldn't I wouldn't be comfortable exploiting that, you know? Yeah, it's no, like, I understand that. I don't know. I mean, even say in the hypothetical, I was like, no, sure, run with it. I give you my blessing. It still wouldn't be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, you might be comfortable, and I'm not comfortable exactly. with it, you know? You know, and, and, and I think back when Dean made that initial uh, statement in his promo, mm-hmm. you know, we thought, oh, I mean, if they're going to run with this, you would think they would have run it by Roman. Oh, yeah, I totally would. I, I still think they probably And even did. if Roman said, yeah, it's fine, doesn't mean anybody else has to be comfortable with it. Yeah, so. exactly. So... Anyways, let's hit a, sub, a couple of these super chats here. I'm yeah. going to get on the Discord. You do some super chats. All right. Jeffrey Nguyen says, bad day today, but listening to you guys while ripping my shoulders up at the gym should make it better. Nice. And if not, there's always tequila, friendos. There you go, man. Uh, let's see here. Hafty here in the Discord says, 
the Discord, which you can get uh, access to, a one dollar, yes, one dollar on yes. the Patreon. It's quality community there on the Discord. At a red light, driving home from work. Thanks for not. Thanks for not forgetting the audio. Preferring friendos. Oh, oh yeah. Reference to the yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get that RSS feed up um, soon. I'm yes, looking. Yes. Into, I'm looking into options. It's not like too pricey, um, and it does that shouldn't matter yeah. because we got that money coming in for the Patreon, which is what it's for. Adam Mayhem says, "Look at those cute faces." What does this say? Uh, kisses uh, to you, cuties. I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. Kisses to those. Yeah, to those. Yeah. Besito. Oh, give me besito. Oh, okay. that's a kiss. Okay. Thank you. Adam Mayhem also says uh, they'll be killed off unless the crowd chants, please sign, insert name here, and Adam Mayhem signs in the Project Beta. We got a Project Beta announcement tomorrow, too, during Best of the Super Friendos. Yes, that's very exciting. Our own developmental brand that we don't have to worry about. Yeah. Well, it's like the female reproductive system. Um, I'm sorry. I just made a little thing here. Mr. Michael Law, 2011, asks thoughts on a Ms. Daniel Bryan tag team. I think that'd be great. Ms. Daniel Bryan tag team? Heck yeah, man. That'd be that'd awesome. That'd be fun. Give me Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali, though. Well, that too, yeah. I'm going to advocate for that, man. You should. That's worth advocating for. GM Maddie says, listening in while studying, keep paying attention to us, please. See, it's that kind of comment that makes me not want to pay attention to Discord. Oh, they did send up this... They did send up this uh, Music channel apparently. So you just press talk. a button and it's Kaze Ninare, right? Well, you press a button and I think they're just playing stuff. Oh, it's like their own little hangout with it's like music. their own little jukebox. Like there are a bunch of Fonzies in there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cody Miles asks, "Will Project Beta have K-pop halftime shows?" All right, this is in the Adam Mayhem. Um, yeah, you got to ask people. Adam Mayhem about ask that. Ask him that. Yeah, let's go to our, our next story. Mm-hmm. WD's ratings are in bad shape, Steve. Ooh. The ratings are in for this week's Roth and SmackDown, and they are not good. What a Fact, mess. Very, very bad. They're awful. Um, Raw uh, kicked things off the show with the worst first hour they've ever had. And I'm not talking about the quality of the content. I'm talking about the number of people who watch, which weren't a lot. Only 2.26 million checked out the star of the show. And not a lot more people joined in afterwards because the whole show averaged 2.29 million. Although the second, third hours were uh, saw an increase, which is weird. Usually it's backwards. First hour has the highest number, and it falls from there. It's really bad. But if you think that's bad, oh no! Just check out SmackDown's numbers: Ooh. 1.95 million, the lowest number of the year, and I think the second lowest since the show moved to Tuesday. Yeah, they dropped over 300,000 viewers, and yet. Still finished third uh, for the cable rankings for the night. Two spots ahead of a, a program I know that's near and dear to your heart. Crisley knows best. I love me some Crisley. So it's 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 pretty. Uh, it's, a, it's a strong lead in for Crisley that SmackDown Live. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Two episodes of Crisley were in the top ten. You know, I might have been one of the reasons for that. Granted, my television is not, or my uh, PS View is not hooked up through the Nielsen rating systems, from what I understand. But uh, I watched. You have to opt in on, on, into that. It's not something you're automatically. They can't monitor what you're watching. You have to opt in. Oh no, my family. We were off. We they send you out. This is 20 years ago. Yeah. But we were offered. Yeah, you have to opt in on it. You have to say yes. I'll do it. They send you out an envelope. Yeah. But do you know what's in the envelope? Money. Yeah. Yeah. It was like two dollars. Yeah. No, you get paid nothing. To do <laughs> you it. get paid like a dollar bill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so here's the thing. Uh, this is according to Meltzer, but this is traditionally, you can see this in the ratings, the math plays out. SmackDown, and this is just by virtue of what we've talked about before, Raw has put about 15%, evidently, more marketing uh, into the perception that Raw is the A show. Yeah. Because Raw traditionally, sorry, SmackDown will traditionally keep 85% yeah. of Raw's ratings. Yeah. So. Where Raw goes, SmackDown follows, and yes. that goes up and down. Traditionally, SmackDown is on. Now, if there's a special event, like I think, didn't there the SmackDown 1000? Didn't that? Do, I think it outperformed Raw. Or I think it did. There was like it, one but then time like Raw 25 got astronomically high numbers for yeah. this era of wrestling, right? And so, yeah. but on a normal week, Raw will do uh, 15% better than SmackDown, uh, and that actually holds because 2.26. 
uh, million is within that window is well times 85% is 1.92. So oh. it's virtually, that's yeah, exactly virtually right. right there. Yeah. So if raw tanks, SmackDown tanks, no matter how good it is. And, and universally, I mean, you know, according to the poll that we put on our community tab on Twitter, uh, all over the place, uh, people really enjoyed SmackDown. people recognize that SmackDown's really good. But yeah. the bottom line mm-hmm. is for the people who do watch wrestling, uh, you know, pretty much by and large, they will watch Raw, and 85% will watch yeah. SmackDown. Well, anywhere, anywhere between nine, 85 to 90%, it seems like. Mm, yeah. It varies. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Melser adds in the newsletter, quote, what is noticeable is that the first hour did the lowest first hour in history, and the ratings picked up substantially in the second hour since football season started. The second hour has only beaten the first one, first once, on October 22nd, and that was by 13,000 viewers as opposed to this week's gain of 137,000 viewers. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. That's big, big, big. <clears throat> I mean, I guess to a certain extent it would make sense for people to watch football because the Monday night game usually ends around 8.30, mm-hmm. between 8 and 8.30, depending how long it goes. Yeah. And then, you know, for those so interested, tune in to Raw. That makes sense. But to have this jump of this magnitude kind of out of nowhere with no real precedent. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but why, why is, why did all this happen? Why? Tell me why. Tell me why Dave Meltzer This is what he had to say. He said, I don't have a reason. He continues. You could say last week's show turned people off, but, uh, if that was the case, two hours, I'm sorry, hours two and three wouldn't have been up from last week. The Bailey bliss entering talk show segment was going to be death and that's probably part of it. Like, man, he went extreme there. Oh, he... And you did have a lot of Baron Corbin, whose presence has seemed to repel viewership. Corbin was all over the show. Uh, and then uh, later on, he talks about attendance. No, which this is, is my notes. Oh, yeah, but this is my notes here. Which is still way down. He mentioned that, uh, yeah, the a raw crowd during the winter months of 6,200. In Houston. 6,200 people in Houston, oh, one of the best Houston. wrestling markets in the country. Is not good. SmackDown only drew thirty eight hundred. Um, he one of the points he makes there is you can't really associate to a degree you can the TV ratings with the attendance simply because though the the vast majority of tickets are sold weeks well ago. Advance of the weeks show. ago. No, I mean they're both a measure of enthusiasm though, and that is severely lacking. The, and this has been for a while now. Yeah. The enthusiasm is simply down. I mean. Raw hasn't really been good since we had that like a year and a half ago. We had that great feud between Roman and Braun. Mm-hmm. Both those guys are done. They almost they almost completely ruined Braun with that heel turn and yep. then back to a yep. face turn. Um, you know, we, we talked about today on our bonus episode, but we can talk about it a little bit right now because it's germane to the subject. Vince McMahon evidently came in at the last minute after spending the earlier part of the day visiting with his mother which is a man which is great she's still alive she's yeah. old yeah probably wow it's crazy um so vince mcmahon shows up three hours before they go to air three and a half hours before they go to air and completely rewrites the show and completely rewrites the because, show because uh after uh, president bush passed away he felt the crowd needed to feel good and so he wanted to send the crowd home happy. Yeah. So the only reason why we got any development? No, the only reason we had any good guys winning. So the question, of course, is, and I pose this in the overrun episode, what, what was the episode like before he rewrote it? Same as last week. Were they really going to do the same thing? Same as last week. For Because here's the thing. The good guys coming out on top this past week was virtually the only difference from the week prior. So Vince came in and said, we're going to change things and have some good guys come out on top, which I viewed as some amount of moving on and some amount of progress. No, that wasn't apparently the plan. No. However, this also is apparently... The second week in a row that something like this last minute read write has happened. I mean, look, this might be the this 86th might be, yeah, week in a row. I don't know. Five years straight of this. We don't know. <laughs> this could be how many episodes have been have 25 years of this. Um, but it does beg the question, what the hell are, do these scripts look like prior to rewrites? I am dying to find out. I want to know. Yeah, I know. I want to know. 
I want to know what the script looks like when it gets the green light from the writer's room or the writer's committee. Once it's passed through the various levels up to Vince initially, mm-hmm. what does that script look like? I'm yeah. sure it's written or at least locked probably Friday. Yeah, right. Yeah. Before Vince has the weekend to, to second guess everything and then rewrite it last minute on Monday. I don't know, man. I do not know. I have no idea either. I don't know. It's a mess, though. It's an absolute mess. Now, you have to ask yourself, uh, do they care about the ratings? They have to, right? They have to at a certain point. They I mean, have I, to at a certain point. I, I understand they have this TV deal that's locked in for the next, what, five years, whatever it is. That's going to pay them a ton of money. But if the ratings continue to, to tumble and if viewer enthusiasm continues to dive at a certain point, I don't know what kind of recourse Fox or USA would have, but to be like, we're not getting return of our investment here. We want changes. Well, so here's the thing. I, I find it hard to believe that Fox would, in advance of them, obtain things I think are going to change big time when Fox obtains SmackDown, when they get SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'll have a leverage to do certain things to yes. say, hey, we want Ronda Rousey also. Yeah. Because one fascinating thing that Meltzer noticed is that in the minute-to-minute ratings breakdown, Ronda is a draw. Mm-hmm. Eyes go to the TV when Ronda is fighting, which is fascinating to me. I mean, that's that's that there is some proof in that particular pudding. Yes. It was kind of like when Charlotte and Sasha... Um, were at the top. They kept them at the top in that particular feud because they were able to see minute to minute that they were a draw. And so that that's why a lot of people deemed that feud a success creatively, whether or not you thought it was. And I we, we were no, both I thought into it. it. Yeah, we, yeah, we thought it was great. Um, but you can take a look at individual minute ratings and say, okay, when it, Enzo, another another maybe, you know, unfortunate <laughs> example, if you will. But Enzo is a draw as well. Um, Cena is a draw. Cena is an actual draw, exactly. So when Fox gets their hands on SmackDown, I, I thoroughly believe that they have plans to make it a pretty different product. Mm-hmm. And and I do believe, I, I really hope at least, that there will be some amount of brand uh, competition. Yes. Because you have... Fox, who, you know, why wouldn't it? Oh, I'm getting SmackDown. Okay, I want to turn this into the A show, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So they're paying a lot of money. They're not going to want the second the second fiddle show. That is has a tough time staying above 2 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they exactly. They didn't pay that much money for that. Yeah. Um, we just spoke about uh, WWE not planning anything with eventually writing things, but apparently they are planning something, maybe, potentially very interesting, uh, from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Quote, an idea being talked about for 2019 would be a queen of the ring tournament with mm. the main roster women. That's fun. At this point, it's just an idea thrown around, but they are looking for ideas for a second all-women's pay-per-view show next year with how well the first one was received. One would think they want to do at least one a year. I am all in favor of this. I love tournaments. Tournaments are great. I'm in favor. Yeah, I agree with that. Tournaments Not enough wrestling tournaments in WWE. I agree. Um, so I think this would be great. To do a second woman's favorite. Here's the huge caveat. Uh, whoever produced Evolution, which we've heard that there was a lot of NXT type involvement. Right. From the production aspect. Oh, okay. Not okay. from the creative. Vince. Yeah, Vince was running Gorilla in that, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, that's fine. Vincent, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, you get, you're hired. You can go back to Gorilla there. There you go. Get get rid of Kevin Dunn. Send him on his way. Yeah. And the production arm of NXT. Well, yeah, the do, thing. I think Kevin Dunn was... Off. Gonzo, yeah, he was, was out raw there. next day. Yeah, that's right. So, because uh, I thought, I thought, creatively speaking, it was it was very very well done, mm-hmm. and that extended to the television broadcast as well. Yes, yes, um, or the production aspect of things. So, yeah, I, I I'm all for that. I think it's good. Yeah, I think it'd be great. So, I like and make it more than just kind of like a ceremonial title. Actually, have a real benefit to winning it. Yeah, like traditionally, King of the Ring. If you won it, you're just the King of the Ring. Yeah, they tried to run angles against it, but they never really. It should be like the G one. Yeah, yeah, get something. Or a New Japan Cup, New Japan Cup. That's what should, I mean. It's a tournament where at the end you get a title shot, essentially. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's what it needs to be. That'd be good. Should it be uh, round robin or should it be elimination? Um, if they hold to the King of the Ring format, then it should be. And if they want to kind of have it all elimination, roughly one night needs to be elimination. How about you throw in there brawl for all, but for women. Ronda Rousey's going to win that. Or Shayna. 
Or Sonya Deville. Ooh. Or Ken Shamrock. Well. Or Dan Severn. We really need to do that retrospective. It'd be fascinating. Who said didn't didn't Dan Severn or Frank or Ken Shamrock? Frank, didn't Ken Shamrock or Dan Severn say that they pulled them out because they wanted like Steve Williams to win or something? Something like that. I think it was Dan Severn. Wasn't something like that? Yeah, man, you got to pull him out. That dude's still at the age of 60, whatever he is. He could probably just kill people. I, gotta, I need to draft him for WSteveW. Oh, Dan Severn? Yeah, man. Oh, wow. There you go. Wow. That'd be great. The Beast. Bring him into We Book Raw. There you go. Uh, so, oh, Larson, good. I have a question for you. What? Is Alexa Bliss cleared or not know. cleared? I don't know. I mean, we heard, we heard earlier this week from Mark Henry on Busted Open Radio. The, that, yes. the Dirt Sheet Insider. Yes, 100% cleared. However, we have uh, some uh, uh, Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez over at the Wrestling Observer differ. Ah. This is what uh, Meltzer said in the newsletter. Quote, Bliss, Bliss has not been medically cleared to turn... According to those in WB, the story got up that she was from Mark Hen- Henry on his radio show. She has started her training in the ring, but is limited in what she's allowed to do. Then Brian Alvarez um, uh, added some more uh, detail on, uh, on Wrestling Observer Radio, and these transcripts are from Ringside News. Quote, what I heard about Alexa Bliss is she will probably remain out until Royal Rumble. That's another month and a half. That's good. Oh, it is good. Um, Those concussions are scary, man. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that, especially when you got memory issues and vertigo. No way. Um, watch her wrestle next week on Raw. But anyways, that's what <laughs> I was told. The Performance Center has a bunch of rings, but one of the rings they've got, the entire ring is a crash pad. So when you hear that Alexa Bliss is taking light bumps and that sort of thing, she's not even bumping in a real ring right now. At least as of last week, she was taking bumps on the crash pad, and they were making sure she could bump on a crash pad without, I guess, ending up with vertigo. Oh, God, man. That sounds horrible. That sounds terrifying. She needs to quit. Well, I mean, she can move into an on-camera authority oh, type position. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's, she's great. Yeah, she's great. She's awesome, yeah. But quit the actual wrestling. You don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. But then that's where the money is, mm-hmm. you know. So, I don't know. But once you start messing with the brain. Yeah. Woo! She's still really young. She's, she's like 24, young. 25, yeah. something like that. She's yeah. She born in like 2008 or something so like that. So, you don't want to mess up your brain. Too many ringing of the bell. So much of your life. I've never had a concussion. I'm 40 and I'm a mess. I don't know if I've ever had one. I don't think so. I mean, I've had, yeah, I don't know, I guess. Because I've had my bell rung sometimes. One time one dude launched a football in my head and, ooh, boy. I I took a bad hop from a baseball and it hit me right in my forehead. Oh, God. You might have brain damage. Yeah. And the next day, I felt a little out of it. Oh, no. I went to work. I'm like, I don't, I don't feel quite oh, right. Oh, you were super concussed. I know. <laughs> Probably sit at my desk. What about Becky Lynch? Uh, she might not be cleared either, according to the newsletter. What the heck? she got a TLC match coming up. Well, she's got a couple weeks yet. Here we go. I'll do this one. All right, fine. From the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, regurgitate, regurgitate. The reason Becky Lynch hasn't worked... How shows are done anything physical on television is that she also hasn't been cleared as a press time. She was cleared from the old concussion, the noodle, but not the nasal fracture. Concussions are the tricky ones. You can't predict clearance time. But for a broken nose, you can predict it better. And the expectation would seem to be that they expect her cleared within the next 11 days. That's that's the window within uh, TLC. Correct. She has limited clearance at this point, so has been on television, but was not allowed to be involved in any physical contact this week. That's why she just signed the contract and, and said, I'm out. Got out of there. I'm out. I'm out. Not doing this no more. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, having your bell rung, that must suck. So Yeah. Yeah. No, but I don't what, what happens if uh, Becky is not cleared? By TLC. Uh, they got to write her out of the match somehow. I guess so. Like Charlotte and attacks her or something. But speaking then you gotta of take yeah. an attack with, without furthering the risk of further injuring yourself. Speaking of Braun, there's still no, they're still not entirely sure how that's going to play out. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of speculation and some rumors that they'll do a six man tag instead of the Braun, Baron, so would be Baron, Drew, and Lashley against Finn, Elias. And a mystery partner, which a lot of people think is going to be Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. But given that they've, I mean, look, I know that obviously they can they can flip things at the pay per view itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I kind of think that 
if they do it. Number one, let me ask you this. Barron's totally, like, if, if Braun had not been injured and he was, like, set up a TLC for this match, regardless, Braun's going to win and Barron's going to be kicked from the job. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the story plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine there's probably still a way to do that at TLC. I just find it hard to believe that, I'll put it this way, if they're still uncertain, they just announced that Finn Balor Drew mm-hmm. McIntyre match. Yeah, on Twitter, and apparently that's how he found out about it too. Apparently. If they're still uncertain, I find it hard to believe that they would actually set that match now in place if the possibility were to exist that they would go to a six man tag. I get that, but also if they announce that match is happening, it puts on the puts that feud on the map. Okay, yeah, yeah. So when yeah, the six true. man is that's announced, true. it all makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll find out at TLC. Probably. We'll probably find out day of show. If Braun's not cleared and Braun doesn't show up, are they going to do something really lame like Baron just comes out, gets his forfeit victory, and that's it? And then, like, on Raw, they no, strip him or they, something they, like that. they get some somebody, a local talent or someone from the performance that we haven't seen, uh, a masked attacker mm. that's huge like Braun, roll-up win. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Debut Lars Sullivan. I just do something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I'm beating Baron, I don't know. I don't have any ideas. Yeah, I no. use all, look, man, all my ideas... I have very few good ideas left, and I use them all for We Book Raw and WSteveW. Any of the ideas that I have that have to do with murder, obviously, are go to WSteveW. But I'd like to start incorporating murder into We Book Raw as well. I think that'd be, that. I think, I think that'd be I really think good. you got to keep that, that approach, that storytelling approach to your thing. No way, man. Yes way. All right, I'm going to hit up some questions. Well, here, here let's on. talk real briefly about oh, a, more? a couple, well, just a couple of passings that happened Oh my God, this yeah, week. Right. So it was on Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. something like this. We heard that uh, the Dynamite Kid um, passed away, former WWE Tag Team Champion, mm-hmm. uh, a storied career, highly influential wrestler, um, out of the ring, uh, seemed a little rough, quite a bit rough around the edges. Troubled yes. is the word you're looking for. Yes. However, I mean, what, one of the things is that whenever somebody, Dave Meltzer has an absolutely fantastic write up. Well, he said that's just the, like the beginning of it. He's going to do a more extensive write up in oh, good, an good, good, good. But, but what I, was in there was pretty interesting. Earlier today, I watched um, uh, one of the Dynamite Kid Tiger Mask uh, matches from the '94 Best of the Super Juniors. I think it was it's probably '84. Oh, it's a 94. I think it was 90. Oh, so that was well after his back injury. No, 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 no. Because he hurt his back in 86. When was it? Hold on a second. No, I, I, thought, the, I thought the 94 best of Super Juniors was like super influential. It was probably something earlier then. All right, let me see here. Um, but it, when, you, when I saw the match, um, it was versus Tiger Mask because they had like a, a... They had a huge feud in, a huge in New Japan, feud. yeah. Oh, I mean, it was, yeah, it was 84. I think it was, well, 80, well this is 83. Let's see 83, here. then. Uh, oh, here it is. So this one is, yeah, it's from 83. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, when, you watch, when you watch that match, um, there are so many things in it that you see today. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of the points that Meltzer made in his write-up was it was uh, one of the first in, in the, the era of videotape trading that was one of the big feuds that oh. kind of put videotape trading hmm. uh, on the map, uh, which was pretty interesting. You always get these whenever somebody dies um, and you're not terribly familiar with them. That's one of the great things about the newsletter is that Meltzer always has like a very extensive write-up yeah. and you learn all sorts of great stuff. Yes. Like, you know what I learned today also? What's that? Apparently, uh, George uh, Bush, the president who just passed, uh, was Wahoo McDaniel's Little League coach. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. No idea. That's no crazy idea. Crazy in the no Houston idea. area. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then we learned today that Larry the Axe Hennig, mm-hmm. father of mm-hmm. Kurt Hennig, grandfather to Curtis Axel, also passed away. I believe he was eighty-two. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So legends in the world of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. We have to say goodbye to. Uh, I'm gonna go to. Actually, we have a community tab on YouTube where I'm going to pull some questions if you want to do some super chats. Yes. Uh, Dragon Ball Radiant. Asuka is going to win at TLC, right? Becky is injured. Well, I mean, if Becky's clear to compete, Becky could retain. 
Oscar would get the biggest. But if Oscar were to win, it would be... It's a situation where Becky can lose a title. She's not going to take a pin. Mm -hmm. So she can, even in defeat, look strong. I would think that she is so hot right now that I would be surprised if they had her lose that title unless they think that her chasing it and... Charlotte and Ronda at the same time would make for a more motivated. Could be. Or they just want to do that so that Becky can win the Rumble and they can just have a really easy way to motivate uh, Becky versus uh, Ronda. Yeah, that could be as well. <clears throat> um, Liam Russell on the YouTube asked, should Lars Sullivan debut on a Christmas special episode as Santa and beat the crap out of people? He should come out of a giant present. Or a giant egg. Kool-Aid man style. Has anybody ever come out of an egg for their entrance? Because he looks like a giant baby with a weird beard. Yeah, someone has come out of an egg, Steve. Who? Oh, the turkey? Mm-hmm. Oh, not that thing. No. I'm talking like a human. You want like uh, like Mork? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right, does he break out of the egg or does the egg just... I like the breaking aspect All of right. things. I don't know how you're going to make that. Well, I mean, it seems pretty easy. What? A giant human-sized egg, and you yeah. break out of it. Yeah, I mean, it seems, it seems entirely possible. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Cat just got home, about to get lit. Is this a new time? We're gonna start <clears throat> streaming the uh, Friday morning show Thursday afternoon. It's our own little way of time traveling. Yeah. Uh, let's see here, Charlie Black. If you could choose one wrestler to go from New Japan to WWE, and one from WWE, so they do one a trade a swap swap wrestlers. Uh, send Zack Sabre Jr. from New Japan to WWE. Okay. And then send... The Revival to New Japan. You can do act for act. Zack Sabre Jr. for The Revival. Seth Rollins to New Japan. No, man. Have The Revival replace uh, that Suzuki Gun tag team. It's all weird now. Killer Elite Squad. Oh, yeah. You can't do their thing anymore. Or Lance Archer can't spit on people anymore. And they can't curse and stuff. Yeah, They've made weird. it lame in New Japan. So I don't watch it anymore. It's terrible. <laughs> Scorpio, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Scorpio 85. Larson managed Ciampa. Steve, let me hear some Dusty. Wait, Supposed to manage Ciampa. Ciampa doesn't need any managing. What are you talking about? He's the greatest sports entertainer of all time. He oh. can comport himself perfectly fine Larson on the mic. Larson managed Ciampa. Steve, let me hear some Dusty. Listen, baby. That Ciampa <laughs> don't need no managing, baby. Uh, Josh, mm, mm. used to YouTube convert your podcast when I was 16 and couldn't afford Spotify. Two years later, consider this a small payback and ad revenue. Love you guys. Thank you, Josh. Oh, thank you very much, Josh. Nice, thank mm. you. I used to mm. YouTube convert your podcast when I was 16. That's funny. We're old. We are. We have like grown ass men that started with us in middle school. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brandon Lopez. Do you guys think SmackDown will beat Raw in the ratings, and will they become become the A show once they go on Fox? There's a chance of it, but they're stuck in a crap time slot. Friday night, no one watches TV on Friday night. Alex C made a good point here in Discord, though. He did th- he did say that he feels that, and I kind of believe this. I kind of agree with this that Raw and SmackDown being separated by oh, a, couple a couple of days, days. yeah, that'll help. It'll help separate them. Um, I, I, I think that Fox is going to overhaul SmackDown so that it could be. And it's going to be the show that has autumn. It's, it's going to get it's going to get the biggest buzz SmackDown has had since they went live. Um, and even when they went live, it was kind of difficult because it's still on Tuesday. I know. It's still kind of operating in Raw's shadow. They immediately did that thing where it's like, well, I know Raw was three hours, but there was that also. Raw was yeah, three yeah, hours. SmackDown yeah, yeah. was two hours. They really, dude, if they want to get hot again, Raw two hours, SmackDown two hours. Oh, yeah. That's how you do it right there. And then just make SmackDown a completely different show from Raw. Yes, yes. I really hope there's some level of competition between the two yes, brands. Yes, agreed. There should be. There definitely. Really needs to be. Definitely. Could you imagine if Vince was like, and this is never going to happen. All right, I'm hands off. You do you, you do you. And May the best it. show win. Yeah. How, how about this for motivation? Whoever does worse in the ratings for a three-month period... I'm showing up. Oh, dear. Yeah. I take over. I take, exactly. Uh, oh, what a great question. Jose Alaguna. Book the worst possible pay-per-view using the current roster we have now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 
Who? What's the main event? Can we do a gas mask on a pole match? Oh, God. Dean and Seth. Well, Dean and Seth are going to put on a killer match. Regardless. But the whole idea is get a gas mask off a pole to like hit somebody with it. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's bad. Um, how about this? Alexa Bliss versus Bailey 3. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Bob Roode and Chad Gable versus Authors of Pain and Drake Maverick. There you go. That's good. Um, see, and oh, no SmackDown stars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a raw exclusive yeah. pay-per-view. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. The, the problem, though, is like the wrestling wouldn't necessarily be bad. Just the creative would be terrible. Because like the quality of wrestling, the wrestler is still really this? high. Baron Corbin versus Sister Abigail for control of the company. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's bad. That's really bad. Running from Pumpkin Balor. Yeah, exactly. Dolph Ziggler performs. <laughs> it's a stand-up routine. <laughs> no, it's a match. Both. His stand-up routine might actually be entertaining. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, both. There you go. Hosted by Dolph Ziggler. Featuring a main event with Dolph Ziggler. There you go. Dolph. Dolph versus Seth for the main event. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect. Dolph versus Seth for the main and event. And for the first time ever in this particular city. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Greg Morris here in chat said the same thing. Dolph versus Seth. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Corbin versus Titus. Oh, uh, Dang MQ, which WWE superstars do you want to hear on a Christmas album? Which songs do you want to hear them want them to sing on said album? What's your favorite Christmas song? First, Aiden English has to sing Ave Maria. I mean, oh, whoa, that's killer. I know. Oh, you just blew it up. I know. It's great. So, my favorite Christmas song. You know what, man? It might actually be um, the the Bowie Bing Crosby. Oh, duo. it might actually be oh, that. that little drummer boy. Is that little drummer boy? I think so. I have my phone here. I believe it is. Didn't Bowie write a bunch of lyrics for that on the spot or something like oh, that? Oh, maybe. I mean, it's not an original song. I play my drum for you. Yeah, it's little drummer boy. Ba -bum -bum, ba -ba -bum -bum. What's your favorite Christmas song? Uh, it might be Oh Holy Night. What's your favorite bad Christmas song? Oh, it's Do They Know It's Christmas. <laughs> There's no question. <laughs> How about uh, Xavier Woods singing Oh Holy Night? Is he a good singer? Well, he sang Kane's theme that one time. It sounded pretty good. The wonder of the world. Yeah. That sounded pretty good. Yeah, that was good. I don't know who else sing can sing, though. Um... Yeah, I don't know who else can sing. I don't know. Undisputed Era does Do They Know It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really good. Undisputed Era does Do They Know It's Christmas. Holy shit, that's so good. <laughs> it's Christmas time. <laughs> no need to be undisputed. <laughs> Shot. Oh, man, that's good. Let's see what other questions we have here. Um, Noah Crandall. What's up with Christopher Daniels after 2018? So apparently he and Kazarian. Kazarian, their deals are up with uh, Ring of Deals. Honor. I don't see them going to NXT, though. That would be amazing. A couple of vets like that, people would pop. Put them in the crowd oh, with Jay cool. Lethal. <laughs> Undisputed shin kicker here says Undertaker singing Oh Holy Night. <laughs> oh. Wait, which one's Oh Holy Night? Uh, stars are brightly shining. Something or another till the Savior's birth. I'll, I'll switch over to Fall on your knees, hear the angels' voices. How about, how about what if he does Silent Night? Divine. Silent Night. Holy oh, powers of darkness. Holy Night. Powers of darkness, Lady Jim, 
shells on Instagram. My phone is locked. I can't remember the password. Oh, yeah, it's Kane. Jeffrey Nguyen says Jinder is a great singer. <laughs> is he? Oh, man. What should he sing then? Here, let me get my Christmas Well, you got Jinder, you got the three-man band. Oh, so yeah. they need to sing something. Yeah, three-man band. That's good. Have them sing uh, Happy Christmas War is Over. I know you love that song. I don't dislike it. I'm just kind of I'm tired of hearing it. I love that song. Because he says happy <laughs> birthday to like, or happy Christmas to like Yoko or Sean at the beginning. Something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. He plumb left Julian by himself, man. <laughs> that was messed up. That dude looked exactly like his I know. dad, too. Julian know. looked dead on like him. I know. Tommy Cat says Aiden English singing 12 Days of Rusev. Why didn't... Oh, that's a good one. Why didn't they have a... Why didn't some... Produ- if that was today, if some producer knew what he was doing with Julian Lennon, he could have been huge. Oh, I know. Because he was just his dad. I know. Uh, Josh and People... Just gave one pound. Thank you. Thank you for one pound. Jeffrey Nguyen wants to know uh, who's going to sing a cover of Last Christmas by Wham. Oh, gosh. Hmm. Zach Ryder. Uh, there you go. Can he sing? I don't, I don't know. Singer it's popped in my head. Scorpio 85. Thanks, Steve, for being Dusty Larson. Just kidding. Death of that'll go, baby. Uh, let's see here. Oh, 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 this is easy. Come on, this is easy. What? Tom talks rubbish. Name one superstar who is a mid carter on Raw that could be a main eventer on SmackDown. He'd be WWE champion if they shipped him to SmackDown mm-hmm. a year ago. He's been on Raw the entire time. Mm hmm. And then vice versa, Drew the other McIntyre. way around. Drew McIntyre. Oh, pff, yeah. yeah. He's not a mid-carder, though. No, well, he's kind of working his way up beyond he's mid-carder. He's virtually main eventer. Um, <clears throat> is there any mid-carder on SmackDown that could be a main eventer on Raw? Nakamura. A, Maybe Rusev if booked correctly. Rusev? I think not. I think you're closest with Nakamura. Well, well Randy like, Orton. Yeah, I guess so. Randy Jeff Hardy. Orton. Jeff Hardy, maybe, yeah. Um, Samoa Joe. Did you did you see this? Samoa uh, Joe. What? Yeah, maybe. White Knight Zero says, "Hey, oh, friends, yeah. what are the, what are your thoughts of Xavier Woods calling fans entitled infants?" Um, I didn't see the entire quote. I read it. Don't remember it. Um, I feel like uh, he's probably referring to the fans that we kind of figure he's referring to, though. You know what I mean? People who just. Bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch and can't find anything good about the product. Yeah. And so their way is the high. And they have no problem like just being rude to wrestlers yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, tagging them on in Twitter and being he rude to them. He strikes me as the kind of guy who appreciates fans who who act in a civilized manner. Yeah. Like, like they all should. Yes. You know? Yes. Like yes. we always talk about how positive the going in raw community is. Oh, it's is. great. And I don't think there's very many entitled infants there, but we all know the fans that he's probably talking about. Yeah. People, you look at what they say, like people who respond to wrestlers on Twitter. Oh, it's horrible. The rudest way it's possible. Horrible. Yeah, man. That's how they act. Like they're little, little babies whining. That's terrible. I think that he understands that people who are genuinely passionate about the product and they're respectful to the wrestlers and et cetera, et cetera. You know, I don't think he's that's who he's throwing shots at can you imagine i can't imagine how much shit these guys get every single oh, day i know i know they probably see and here's because here's the thing man like cool fans they're not going to be on twitter putting people on blast nope. they don't get exposed on twitter anyways to like the nice people yeah like oh go back real quick go back real quick wait back more a bit one yeah like what that video right there no xavier oh. woods you're the entitled infant <laughs> i'm trying to find the full uh okay, this is from SC Scoops. <laughs> Hold please. People when people talk about the difference between the organizations, not even organizations, between like NXT and the main roster. So when they're they say like, oh man, Takeover killed it, SummerSlam, this is gonna suck. It's on the same company. What is there to complain about? And then like you can watch New Japan, you can watch AAA, you can watch so much wrestling from all corners of the world, and it's all awesome and it's all good. It's all different guys and girls portraying their form of art that they love. 
they want to give to you. Um, so anytime, as, it, so anytime anyone complains about wrestling, is so annoying to me because people come off as entitled infants. Well, he said that there's there might have been more there in the quote. The, yeah, the, no. The article from SC Scoop says Wood said that as a performer, it can be frustrating to give maximum effort and then receive criticism from a subset of the audience. From a yeah. subset. Yeah, they're just highlighting the ones that's going to get make the headline. It seems like exactly. It seems like the context that is necessary. <laughs> right, didn't toss in there. And then yeah. of course, and then I'm sorry, but then of course, you know, some media outlets will then take the one quote in there without the context and then blow it up. Mm-hmm. You know, for for some clickbait or whatever you want to call it. Um, is there any more uh, context in that quote right there? Um, he just adds <clears throat> in this thing, because in reality, wrestling hurts so bad and that we're hurting ourselves to entertain the masses and sometimes the masses want to tell us how much it sucks. I mean, to be fair, sometimes it does suck. <laughs> but I'm not putting that on the performers. No. But I think I get what he means, man. It's like some of these people, like, so when the Nia Jax thing happened and... I stupidly, without seeing the the comment that uh, that accompanied the 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 video itself of Nia Jax punching Becky Lynch, I retweeted it, and a bunch of people were uh, were then taking that tweet and tweeting directly at Nia Jax and saying some of the rudest shit to her. It's terrible. And I ended up just deleting the tweet because I don't want our our Twitter account to be a springboard. For that kind of garbage. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like nobody needs to wake. I'm sorry, man, but there's no, and people were defending it, too, because I then tweeted out. I was like, man, you know, like it's not necessary to tweet all this hate yeah. towards people. Well, she shouldn't have done. Well, that's fine. Maybe she shouldn't have. It's not necessary for you to tweet at her name and call her certain things. It's not necessary. No, it's not cool. It's not your place to do that. What do we say all the time? Just be cool. Just be cool. Exactly. Why is it so hard to just be cool? And like those people who are tweeting rude things at her when it's not their place to do that. No, it's not. You show up to work. How would you like thousands of people to say, you know, if you if you screw up at your job to tweet at you, you suck, you should die. You shouldn't be working there anymore. Yes, that is the that is the that is what entitled infants my you know, infants don't actually know how to tweet, but you know, the mindset. If they did, it would probably just be random letters. <laughs> It'd be just garbage. Yeah. Weird, honestly. <clears throat> Reese Smith. Uh, here at Super Chat says AJ Styles singing Starry Night. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. AJ singing something would be nice. Yeah. Probably. He's got a good. Be very calming. Yeah. He's got that Southern thing going. Yeah. You know. Yeah. His Zinto Gonzalez here in chat says, I was never a CM Punk fan. <laughs> sure. That's, a, that's out of context. <laughs> I just like that he said that. I was never a CM Punk fan. Uh, let's see here. Diddly Doodler says, can we get a weekly Edge and Christian show review? Uh, There's enough wrestling to watch. <laughs> I was going to be a bit more diplomatic, but you kept it real there, man. They, man they're just giving us too many. There's already, there's already too I, much. Can I just enjoy something and not have to talk about I it? I know. Because I'll probably, here's the thing. If I watch it, I'll probably talk about it like I did that first week. I was like, hey, Lars, you see it? And you're like, no, oh, man, I got to, oh, listen, this is what happened. I'm going to spoil everything for you. Alex C here says the thing is these fans that complain could go and watch wrestling elsewhere, but instead they stick around just to complain. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. Alex C says the thing is the fans, uh-huh. the uh, entitled infants <clears throat> that compl- that complain could go and watch wrestling elsewhere, but instead they stick around just to complain. I've never, I mean, yeah, I've never understood like if it sucks, don't watch it. Yeah, no. Like we're we're in a kind of a unique situation because we watch the product because it's our job. Like that's literally what we get paid to do. We, you know, um, and we've had many people say, "Hey, I don't have to watch Raw. I'll just, you know, I'll listen to Steven Larson, which is great. It's awesome. I'm, I'm happy to provide that service." Um, but you know, I don't know. I was going with that point. No, no, either. Well, it was <clears> just you know. So I, I'm, I'm not going to say that applies to me. I can't just not watch it. Yeah. Because uh, we have job, a show, yeah. we have advertisers, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I, I'll never get, like, if, uh, I don't know, if there's a show I'm watching, name a TV show. If Crisley, if Crisley all of a sudden was terrible, if all of a sudden it went from being 
you know, not even Emmy Emmy worthy, Oscar worthy, which it is right now. Like I think that like there's Coen Brothers, there's Scorsese, but then up here is Crisley, right? If all of a sudden that started sucking, I wouldn't watch it anymore. I just wouldn't watch it. I'd be like, oh, that's on. That got crap. I stopped watching it. I don't know, man. Would you take Twitter and complain about it incessantly? Oh, I've done that a lot, yeah. Todd, you suck. You die, Todd. <laughs> no, of course not. No, of course that. not. No. no. You just turn the channel. I don't follow Todd on Twitter. But if I did, I wouldn't do that. No. I'd defollow him. That's what I would do. Yeah. And that's the extent of it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Man. No. Just stop watching. If you don't exactly. like it, stop watching. Exactly. And it seems like a lot of people have. <laughs> a lot of people have. Yes, yeah, that's actually happened. Watching. A lot of people have actually people have stopped, stopped doing watching. That. Exactly. Anyways, I think that's a solid show today, man. Daskamania um, says, Larson, please punch Steve. I don't know. Did I read any? Ah! See that cell job that I just did? It was great. Uh, I forgot to read any questions off the, uh, off the Twitter. Oh, did you put a Twitter thread up? I put a Twitter thread up, too. Oops. Here we go. Uh, um, the happy dolphin. What will it make to make Raw decent again? Uh, they need to stop rewriting at the last minute. They as in Vince. Vince to Vince to get lost on the highway. Something like that. <laughs> that'll, he that'll... falls asleep at his mom's house. <laughs> Watching some soaps. <laughs> Uh, oh, I like this. Greg Morris says, uh, <laughs> there at the bottom says, Larson, gotch pile drive, Steve. <laughs> gotch pile drive. You can't get my fat ass up in the air, man. Uh, SSG Chris, Ms. Greatest IC champ ever, yay or nay? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say heck yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, JD the writer, uh, what is the worst possible injury in WWE right now? Who can't afford to get hurt the most? Well, death is the worst possible injury. You don't want anybody to die. Who can? Who's? If Seth Drew. gets if Seth gets hurt, then Raw's is done for. If Seth gets hurt, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, no, because they got Finn and no, place. I know they got Finn. I know, but really, if I Seth feel like gets, it's Drew, isn't it Drew? No, no. I think okay. I think let Seth. me ask you this. Okay, I think it's Seth. Seth, I think, is the glue that holds Raw together. For right Raw, now. you're right. But which wrestler? can't afford to get hurt the most. I think that's Drew. He's got such momentum right now. If he's out for like six months, boy, that's going to suck. I'm trying to think of someone. Trying, I, I get that point. I'm trying to think of someone who maybe has a history of injuries that if they get hurt one more time. Dean just came back. Yeah. They haven't really been able to do anything like no. to finish anything with him. Um, Aaron Schmetta. Schmetta. How much lower do Raw's ratings have to go before they advertise John Cena appearance? How much would Cena help? Does WWE have another emergency option if Cena doesn't work? <laughs> this guy is all in on Cena, man. <laughs> How much lower if they fall to if they fall to under two million? Does he jam the Cena button? You do bring back Thugonomics Cena? 03? No, it would, it would be current day Cena with a fresh haircut. Oh man, that's he needs that too. <clears throat> yeah, he looks so low rent with that long hair, man. Doesn't look like John Cena. He looks budget rent a car Cena. Looks more like you. <laughs> exactly, budget rent a car Cena. Nobody wants me on t on <laughs> Raw. Out there trying to improv on the mic. <laughs> can't see Steve. You can't see Steve. Steve Nation. <laughs> Steve Nation. No way, man. That's a shirt, Steve Nation. Uh, boy, everybody's talking about injuries here. Wow. If Ronda were to get injured and be out till past WrestleMania, do you think they'd still have a women's main event WrestleMania or hold it off for the next Wait, year? if who got hurt? Ronda. Oh, they'd Ooh, probably wait. Probably wait. Probably wait on that one. Now, let's see here. One more good one. Thomas Speller, great question. Content on Friendoville this weekend. I got to put up, I have an Ask Stephen Lacey in the can where Alabama accuses me of something that I never did. She said I called her stupid. She said, Daddy said a bad word. And I was like, what bad word did I say? She said, stupid. I was like, I did not say that to you. She threw me under the bus. Wow. Framed me. Framed me. Well, maybe she has heard you say it. I probably said it to Gypsy. Yeah. Intel, save your mic. 
What WWE stars are most likely to leave for all elite wrestling if it truly becomes a company? Revival. Say yeah. Revival. Say elite. We go hard <laughs> in AEW. <laughs> That's your answer. <laughs> I got another pair of shoes for super kicks. Oh, good. I got those uh, custom Chuck Taylors. So somebody asked also. In, uh, going in raw colors. So I'm somebody do asked also what? Um, if there would be any uh, Friendoville merch up at the Friendo market. And I was like, we, I, number one, I want to get on a regular schedule with our programming there. I want to do that first. And then I was thinking maybe like a shirt sticker pack if I did the Shoot Your TV Read comics. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then a, the Super Kicks logo sticker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that maybe for the Friendo market. But I don't know. I want to get, I want to get Friendo. How about, how about we can do something a little different instead of Read comics? Shoot Your TV, watch YouTube. <laughs> do you really want to tell people to watch YouTube? Not really. It's a cesspool. Well, I mean, Shoot Your TV, watch Going In Raw. Well, that's not a Friendoville thing. Watch Friendoville. <laughs> I like that friend of maybe just a friend of a logo. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's just a huge F. It's just a big F. Maybe we'll just do like a sticker slash poster pack Mm -hmm. of all the various properties. All right. I don't know. Maybe. We'll sell 10 of them probably. We'll sell. Yeah, I don't know. I think the people there are hardcore, man. Could be. I think there's a hardcore hundred people that would buy that. Uh, Sue Play Casey asked, well, now that the show's wrapping up, uh, if I was going to get the the Concord Jordan 11s. No, I'm going to wait. You're gonna tranquilo on that one? Not gonna, not gonna do that. All right, fair enough. Because you're gonna, you said you're you're planning a like your your holy grail is coming out when next year? February, yeah. The playoff Jordan Jordan sixes, sixes. the black and red ones, man. Ooh, all in on those. What are your odds on getting those? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll have no problem. Getting them. I'll get them too. Good, we can have matching kicks. Awesome, that's great. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tuning in. Best of the Super Friendos too at Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.